Hi, welcome to the Theta Gang Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGang.com. I'm your host, Junie, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions and visa. This week for earnings, you have Stitch Fix after close on Monday. You have Tiffany and Co. before Tuesday. After close on Tuesday, you have Chewy, GameStop, AMC. Um, and then after close on Thursday, you have Lululemon, Adobe, and Dave & Buster's. I just want to quickly remind everybody that earnings are dangerous. I know I sound like a broken record when I say it, but, you know, it's... it's uh, It sucks. It sucks hearing from people losing on earnings and then but what hurts me personally the most is when people um start you know flaming the company like you see on stock twits all the time after a bad earnings call you, they start calling the company trash and all that stuff someone built that company from something right like it that company is a culmination of everyone's efforts and there's a lot of people hard working at the company and it's not fair for you to make fun of or like um, you know, be mad at the company for their earnings report. They didn't purposely try to miss. So, you know, when you play these earnings calls and you're finding yourself upset at the company, you need to reevaluate why you're trading earnings, right? Like imagine that, you know, you're really interested in this company and you just want to see how they do during earnings. You don't need to play earnings. You can just wait for the earnings report. However, maybe you are just really, really bullish on this company, you've loved this company for a really long time, and you want to play earnings. You should have the mindset where you play earnings, maybe you buy a call, maybe you sell a put, whatever bullish position you may have, but do not be mad at the company if the stock goes the other direction, right? So what I always bring up is that like a boomer that have, might have bought in stock of Tesla or Amazon a long time ago, might not be willing to sell even on a 20% drop. And so sometimes you ask like, oh, why didn't this dip harder? They missed really hard this quarter. Their revenues were down like 3%. Well, boomers don't care about that. And so logic is also thrown out the window when you have companies like Tesla, which in their defense, they're like turning the corner here. Um, but when you look at the millennial investor that doesn't care about fundamentals, they're not gonna ever sell Tesla stock right? Like imagine, you know, Tesla, you know, not Tesla, but like Elon Musk goes on another podcast and smokes a joint. He's not going, or the millennial investor is not going to sell because of that, right? The millennial investor or the new investor might sell because of a broad market shift down, or, you know, maybe they mature enough in the market where they don't even care about that. So you're going to see and, you know, experiment by buying or buying like earning plays, um, and you'll you'll come to realize that like it really is a 50 50 um, of you making or losing money it's rarely that you come out break even just because there's so many other factors involved like theta and um, like Vega for volatility there's a lot of stuff that happens that goes into option pricing and stock pricing but the only thing that is constant is the danger of earnings they are fun but they're also dangerous. So I'm just going to leave you guys and girls with that, and we'll move on to the next topic. Um, this feels pretty cool to say, and I can't believe it came down to a podcast episode, um, but one year ago today, 
um, on June 6, 2019, I made my very first trade on ThetaGing.com. Um, it, oh, it, is, it has been a ride. And uh, for anyone that wants to see it, I'll describe it right now. But if anyone wants to go see it, you can go to ThetaGing.com slash Junie. You can scroll all the way down and you'll see my very first trade I did on the 6th of June of last year. And it was a Beyond Meat Short Iron Condor. Um, looking at these, this price closed and price filled, I'm looking. At, I'm pretty sure it was an earnings play. Um, you know, back in the day, long, long time ago, one year ago, um, I used to love doing earnings condors. Uh, that means doing a short iron condor for earnings. Um, I kept on doing it, but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. This first trade went horrible. Uh, I got, I reached max loss on it, and it didn't feel so good. Um, being my very first trade on ThetaGang.com, remember this was back in the day, so it's not going to have any of like closing notes or um, you know notes when I opened it, uh, because those features came later. It doesn't even have the earnings tag. Um, <laughs> it almost feels like this is like a first edition trade. Like looking back, I, I remember when I opened it. And I was thinking like, yeah, I'm going to prove to the world Theta Gang trades work. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then it goes to max loss. And um, that's where my, um, I guess, bias against earnings started. Um, but it didn't stop there. I, I did some other earnings plays um, because I believe I started ThetaGang.com during earnings season. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just bringing back hella feelings because I remember people like telling me that this my plan would never work and like my website was garbage or like it didn't my website didn't look. I mean, going back, the website did look really bad. Um, but I wanted just to prove out what I wanted to do, and if it meant just me putting something quick up on a website, then I did that. Um, I'm I'm always about proving things by executing I, I hate talking as much as it seems like i do or as much as i it seems like i love that i do on a podcast but uh, when it comes to betting or like um you know proving something i'm always for execution like put your money where your mouth is or go protest if you want to protest or if you want to stick up for something go outside go do something go vote go do something just don't talk about it um Oh man, uh, let me take a break here. So, I mean, I guess this kind of blends the new website updates. Um, but now, uh, if you have the Cherry Flare or you are a patron, um, the alert for the you know the referral code will no longer be there. Or that green box. That green box is actually the only ad on the entire website, right? Like you go to StockTwits.com, you see ads everywhere. Right, your laptop sounds like a jet engine loading everything. Um, you go, you go to thetagang.com. I mean, that green box is the only ad, and I'm using air quotes here because it just directly supports the website and podcast. But that's the only ad that you see, and so now I've removed it for patrons, and I've removed it for the users that have already shown and used the thetagang referral code because that was a bit redundant. Um, I can't believe I've also not done that in the past because it was just such a quick thing to do but there we go um newly released also is the there was a bug fix um from mr cj 
Uh, he wrote in a bug report, sent in helpful screenshots, and uh, dropped a few like nice words uh, to go along with the bug report, and I got that fixed. Um, it, it was a, the add another trade button or link when you finished adding a trade was previously taking you to a broken page because I didn't account for it on the UX changes. Um, so I just removed it so there's no more confusion there. Um, but you can easily just close out of the modal and just click the add trade button again. Um, the biggest change, or here's another small one. Another change is the middle panel for ThetaGang.com is now wider. Uh, it did seem a little too squished as it was before, so I've made it uh, breathe a little bit from the middle. The mobile experiment uh, experience still looks great, still feels great. Um, and yeah, uh, moving on, um, you have now a new patron uh, specific chart. So if you're a patron, you get to now see the current sentiment of say the homepage. You get to see like bar graph of like how many people are bullish, how many people are neutral, how many people are bearish as well as if you went to a specific ticker like Nvidia, you also then get to see how many people are bullish, how many people are neutral, how many people are bearish. Um, you know, I've wanted to experiment and you know, this is kind of like a beta test that patrons get to see first, um, given uh, maybe like two or three months when it's a little bit more fleshed out or a little bit more stable, I'll release it to the public. But I wanted to reward my patrons for being so awesome and supporting me throughout all of, all of this. I wanted to just give them a little bit extra. So um, <laughs> I don't know how you can frame being a beta tester as a good or bad thing. Uh, they're definitely both, but um, thankfully I have a good group of guys and girls that are willing to help. So I am releasing that or have released it already. Um, if you're just a regular user, uh, the site will just look normal to you. I mean, minus the whole making the middle wider. You won't see like an ad saying, oh, become a patron today and you can get this. No, I don't do that. So um, the only place you'll hear it, hear that kind of stuff or you know see ads for that stuff is more based on in this podcast when I could just like quickly say it. Um, but besides those three changes, um, uh, the cherry flare or, or being a patron hiding the green box and the broken link being removed and the new patron chart. Um, all of those have been voiced from you guys and girls. And when I get a feature request, I take it seriously. Like I don't, while I might not reply to everybody because, um, you know, I've been getting a lot of emails and DMs a lot more than I first started. Um, but I do read every single one. That I could promise. I can't promise a reply, but I can promise I do read every single one. And every single one of these um, features has been requested from someone. So this just goes to show you listening right now, you're very much part of the platform and the growth of ThetaGang.com. And I want to make sure that you feel like your voice is heard. Um, and I'm just re reinforcing the <laughs> the idea of that you know you should tell me if something sucks or you should tell me if something is good um or you know if you tell me that something sucks i hope that you tell me ways that you think that you can make it better um because you know that helps me uh revision what what you want or what we want right so that's another thing uh, lastly, I just want to drop this as a quick note. Um, I've this is a very rare email, but though I do get them like once a month, and it's always from 
some user asking if their trades can be deleted. And my uh, normal response uh, is to just tell that user, hey, um, sorry you made a mistake or sorry you want these trades deleted and you want to start over. Um, the platform is about transparency. And uh, the more you post your trades and the more you win, the more people will start looking at your trades. So no matter where you start or decide to start over, um, you're like, if you fib or you're dishonest a little bit here and there, it will start catching up to you. Uh, imagine that you're this rock star on the website that always wins these trades. And then suddenly when you start opening these trades, other people, you know, either comment or like view your trades and, uh, you know, go in with you. Uh, and then somehow you exited for a profit way bigger than they could have ever reached. And then now suddenly you have someone fact checking you because um, I get fact checked all the time. My Discord, you know, uh, fact checks me and they say like, hey, Junie, did you mean to do this or did you do that? And I always say, yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. Everything's real. And that's what I stand by. And so to... Uh, reply um, I always say just close out the trade that you mistakenly put or that you want to delete because maybe you know that was a bad trading day and you didn't mean to do that trade though you did um, what I tell you what what I tell users is to uh, just set the profit loss of that trade to zero and leave a closing note and uh, that will just at least show that you uh, had some accountability there because it is a little bit suspicious if you are constantly only buying long naked calls and you have a win probability or you have a win percentage of like 80% because that's like statistically not very possible though in this bullish market right now and I know people are in, in, they're like squeezing their hands like oh, it's not bullish right now we're gonna crash any minute I'm just saying like as of these last two or three months while the 80% win ratio is possible uh just granted that like the long naked calls have a probability of profit of 30 percent doing x amount of trades you should eventually reach somewhere around there um it's a little suspicious if you have like an 89 percent win ratio or win percentage so lots of reasons for yourself to be honest you get as much as your as you want as much as you put in i know i just butchered that phrase um and you know just being honest it, gets you gets you more value out of the platform um you get to see you know if you feel like you're not wanting to log a trade um because you know oh you know logging a trade so annoying i don't want to do it um i'm just going to make this quick trade uh, maybe that's the problem maybe that trade is too quick maybe you're not thinking about it enough maybe you know you don't want to have a system uh you have a very gut feeling that this will profit there are so many reasons why you should log trades. And, you know, I keep the platform free, right? This is this is your chance to show everybody that you're able to put your ideas out there first, your trades out there first, and leave them uh, to live out in the wild uh, and then close it when you do. Because what happens is this, the platform gives you the chance to uh, have like server-based time tracking. And that's what I mean by that is, when someone posts a PNL of a Google Sheet, like there's nothing stopping anybody from putting fake timestamps, right? But if you put in your trade for thetagang.com, your trade is backed by the server time, right? Like if you post your trade today and then close it next week, the times that you open and trade are tracked by thetagang.com. So while 
opening and closing trades on the same day is okay. And, you know, maybe you forget a few trades and you log them over the weekend. Um, people will start to notice that you uh, consistently forget to post your trades. And, you know, maybe you have a great profit loss for the year, but if people are scrolling through your trades and see that you consistently open and close them on the same day or you upload your trades late, there's not that much validation that can happen uh, on their end, right? Like I'll consistently see people with like 80, 90% uh, win ratio, but all of their trades are uh, uploaded after they win or after they lose. So there's this like discrepancy between like, are you uploading all of your losers? Are you uploading only your winners? Are you using ThetaGang as a trophy wall or using it as a logging system? I think of ThetaGang.com as of right now because I don't know, the, the purpose of it is shifting like every every other week. Right now, it's to have some server back timestamp that, you know, when I put a trade out, people know that I posted it, then that I've done it, and that um, I stand by that trade. And when I close it, I close it for my loss uh, or win, uh, and it's all backed by server-based time. It's not my own spreadsheet where I can manipulate the numbers. I get to really prove that I'm real. Right, and that's that's how it all goes back to. If you be, if you're real, you'll never have the problem of someone fact checking you, right, or trade checking you. If you just keep it real and your PNL is real, you will trade more confidently and you will trade like never before. But until that happens, you'll you know have this like fear of looking weak or looking bad if your win loss ratio is whack or something. That's not the point. You can have a negative win ratio, but have real trades and people will follow you. I promise. While the following feature is not in or maybe never will, you can always just save your favorite usernames and go to their profile and just like look, right? Like right now, thetagang.com slash uni. Look at my very first trade on Thetagang and see how I played earnings and reached max loss. <laughs> um Ooh, that was a that was a good bit. Um, we'll jump into today's topic. Sorry for the long grovel, um, but you know I did do a lot of work this week. It felt really really good. I feel like the website's in a really really good place, um, and it's only gonna get better from here. So today's episode is about goals. Um, I have several goals in my life that I hope can resonate with some of you listening. And um, hopefully some of my goals can help you relate to how I feel when I trade uh, and my outlook on trading. And hopefully uh, it helps you in your own and develop your own style. Um, my first goal of trading is to have fun. Uh, if I'm not having fun, I don't do it. That goes with a lot of things in life uh, that I do. If I don't have fun doing it, I just don't do it. Um, uh, that being said, another goal of mine is to not make money, but again, have fun. Uh, and while not making money is, you know, kind of the inverse of you know joining the stock market, um, I find uh, winning fun. So. You know, to me, I like to win more times than I lose. 
I don't care how much money I make out of it. I just care about winning. And so that's why Theta Gang style trades really spoke out to me, right? And everything that has to go with it. Like I think posting on Twitter is fun. I think developing the website is fun. I think you know running the Discord, helping other people learn. I think that that's all fun. As soon as I start thinking about like, oh, I need this trade to work. I need this trade to make money. Uh, that's when I get tilted. Um, where I have in the past, you know, like before I did Theta Gang. Uh, long, long time ago, I would, you know, put a lot into earnings, hoping that it'd be my ticket out, like I'd be able to like really get a good chunk of money and then trade more with that because, you know, I'm a god trader and all that stuff. You know, all that mentality way back in the day, thinking about it, like it was pretty toxic, right? Like you would get mad at a company for missing earnings or having the trade not go your way. You try to like find out, okay, why did this go the opposite way? Oh no, that's all a lie. It's all market manipulation. That's a very, very unhealthy way to uh, trade. And when you snap out of that, when you start trading for fun, uh, that's when things turn around. Um, because when you're having fun and you're letting systems work out and all that stuff, you let trades go to expiration when you plan on it, right? Like how many times have you opened a trade and say, okay, I'm going to hold this until it expires and collect all the premium on it when you're like short an option. More times than not, the trade will start going red and you'll start rethinking like, oh no, this was a bad idea. I'm going to close out for a loss and open a new position. That's uh, that that's not really having fun. You're more just worried about not losing money at that point. When I open a trade, I actually account for max loss. If I open a wheel, um, you know, I if I say I expect to get assigned, I expect to get assigned. Uh, my patrons and past patrons all know I've been assigned many times, and I you know sell covered calls until I break even, and I'm out. Right? Like I am real. <laughs> but besides that. Um, another goal of mine is to um, own a nice house and uh, you know maybe a nice car, but majority of it is like own a nice house. So you know, in trading for a nice house, I can never go all in. Um, I know that deep down in my body, I can never go all in again. I used to go all in. I used to do all that degenerate stuff on Wall Street bets. It's still fun to look at. I'd never demean anybody for going all in. I will never make fun of anyone that buys naked options or does any of that dangerous stuff, but I will make fun of the people that get triggered because you knew full well, you should have accepted all the consequences that could possibly happen. It's your fault for getting mad, and that's why I love making fun of you guys and girls for getting mad. That's 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 fun to me um but going back to the house thing um you know i make sure i you know max out all my iras my retirement stuff i make sure i have an auto deposit sent to my um, brokerage account and to all my other stock stock accounts um i really really make sure that i am very future focused i am saving money like out the wazoo I am pretty financially stable. Um, you know, I don't want to make this come off like I'm gloating or anything. I, this is just how I, you know, have my outlook so solid when it comes to trading. Is that I am always going to be okay, no matter what, right? I turn up homeless. I can, you know, code a website for someone, and I could pick up like a thousand bucks or something, right? Like it. I feel like I'm always going to be okay, and I tell myself that. Uh, pretty often you, you the one percent gang knows how grateful i am for my position and i just remember that all the time trading is for fun i'm grateful for what i have i don't need any more money 
Um, but more money is always cool, but I don't need it. Uh, I feel like a lot of people when they trade, uh, their goals are to just make money. And that's healthy. If you want to have your PL be the gauging factor of how well you're doing and how well you're learning, so be it, right? Like that's cool. But it should always just go one step backwards. And, you know, um, I've had friends in the past where they loved making lists uh, or friends, other friends that just love tracking their progress in something. Maybe they play Dota and they track their win loss. Or maybe, you know, uh, whenever they need to do things, they make lists and they love that process of making the list look pretty and all that stuff. There's lots of cool external things you can do with trading that doesn't have to do with clicking the trading button. When you find that way to have fun, your life will change. And maybe ThetaGang.com is the way you have fun where you just let everyone know, hey, I'm testing Junie's theory. I am doing this trade because X, Y, and Z. I have good DD in this post. And that means due diligence for those that don't know. Uh, And then I close my trades with confidence because at least I stuck to a system and see if I have to readjust. There's so many cool things you can do. And it's such a shame that, you know, most people, when they start learning stocks, they go to stock twits um, and like Reddit and they learn to be like being mad is okay. And it's not like while being emotional and being upset as a trade or losing money is warranted, it's not okay. It's not a productive way of thinking Um, because imagine my again a happy one year to myself um imagine if my beyond earnings condor hit max loss and uh, well it did uh so imagine myself in that scenario Uh, i opened my very first trade on thetagang.com and it's a earnings play and it also hit max loss i felt really stupid um but i was just so set on developing this website because i just did not care at that point. I was like, I'm going to find this trading strategy that works for me and I'm going to do everything in my power to stick to that plan. And you know, having people look at my trades and judge me by my trades really, really helped. I no longer do stupid trades because people will think, you know, the trades are stupid, um, first and foremost, and risky. And I'm not, I don't want that image, right? I want to be the, the theta game guy, I want to be the guy that really, really stays true no matter what the market conditions are, which I've passed my first test during that whole COVID thing. You know, all the podcasts, everything, I've always kept a positive outlook. Um, and I can't teach you this positive outlook. I can only guide you and maybe like if you ask something or you start doing these trades because you know you're influenced by me then maybe like you'll start to learn from my guidance but otherwise it's all up to you and just to say you're you're never going to learn this from a book you're never going to learn this um by just like reading articles and blog posts you need to actually do it um but you know more than more than like half of you will listen to this be really motivated for the first week uh, and then start to lose and then never log again or, or that stuff, right? Like I have the stats on everybody and it's, I wish people just kept with a system long enough to prove that it worked or not. Not that like, oh, you know, these first few trades went bad. 
um, I'm gonna give up, right? Like I didn't give up. I I did a play that costed me two hundred dollars on my first play, and then my subsequent plays were like positive plus seventeen, plus sixteen, plus whatever. Like you know, that max loss really put me on the back foot. Um, but I powered through, and I learned a lot during the way. Um, but find that goal that really helps you succeed. My goal is having fun. Um, and to that, I just, I'm just asking, like, what's your goal? Thank you guys and girls for um, listening to the podcast during these quarantine times. If you are happening to be in a car on a commute later after quarantine's over, um, you know, just know that during these times, during any times that are tough, whether it's quarantine or a political climate, having a positive outlook and just being a nice person always wins. You can never go wrong by being a nice person. Um, just as an outro, oh, getting alert. Just as an outro, um, the new $120 tier was recently released, and there's plenty of room on that tier. Uh, as always, if you, do, if you can't quite afford it, just wait until a lower tier opens up. Otherwise, if you have the money and you don't want to wait, that tier is available. You can follow me on Twitter at RealThetaGang and email me at Juni at ThetaGang.com. ThetaGang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with the ThetaGang referral code is a huge, huge help. Uh, it's ThetaGang, all caps, one word. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out and thank you to my patrons. Um, that's Lifesaver87, Shock Doc, France, Mike D, Slow Motion, Nick Fires, Underbridge, Rico, The String Puller, Mitch Brady, Good Job Wilson, DDSS, Hetty Hooker, Nils, Associate K, Ryzen1020, TCR94, Like Abbas, Anthony511, Moose Ninja, Deep Gift, Menno Dum Dum, Grandpa95, HP Larry, Leo Jetson. Make more too, just send it. Vicious Poultry, Chicken Bat, Trader, Chicken Dinner, Cowbunga Dudes, Dissentia, Saltwater Cure, Lord Skeletor, Cheddar, Cappuccino, Berry Sexy, Matthew Hahn, Snowpat, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, IR Guy, <coughs> Christy Cream Boy, Hermes Kaput, Omar Little, Episode 7, Weenie Hat Jr., Trucker Ben, Dilly, V2K, Lucas C., X Bruno, Restier, Walco, Abstracto, Pendero, Russian Bot, Shifty, Uber Ubi, KS Duke, Huegway, 2004, HG Crouton, WebJam, Wangle, TMG, Yoko, uh, Ensis, The Messiah, JJ, Beast Mode, 714. Oh, there's so many new people. And while I got the tongue twister uh, set for the last month, I have to relearn a new tongue twister this time. Good problem to have. Awesome problem to have. Lots of new people. Love it, love it, love it. Um, last week's Last week's 1% thing was, looking back, it was like kind of, uh, it sounded like a downer. I had to, I had to listen again. And yeah, I mean, I think that feeling sad is okay. I think I mentioned that a lot because I do feel sad a lot of the time. And I feel like a lot of people don't vocalize it because you're scared of being a downer amongst your friends. And I'm very much like that too. Um, but, you know, when you do interact with other people, understand that they don't know much about you. 
and you don't know much about them. Maybe they are putting on a face like you are. Um, and that point has been helping me a lot because I cannot be the only person that thinks this way. There has to be other people that think this way and that feel this way. So, um, you know, while this is all happening and everyone is, you know, bludgeoned by social media and all this stuff that's been happening as a reason, it's really hard to just clock out. And, you know, while clocking out can be seen as ignorance, there is a time and place to also clock out. Um, you know, fighting 24-7 is very draining. You can absolutely have a day to yourself and you should not feel bad. You can very much go back and fight for any cause or anything that you believe in the next day. That goes with work. If you feel like you are working more than ever during quarantine, you are not alone. I feel like I'm working more than now than ever. Um, but head up. You will get through this. I will get through this. We will get through this. Uh, there was actually a very, very, very kind email from someone that I did not reply to. And again, this goes to show like I don't reply to even the nicest things because, wow, this has been a very busy month. But someone mentioned, uh, Junie, you didn't mention when you were grateful, you didn't mention your girlfriend. And uh, I just simply forgot. <laughs> I simply forgot. But it felt really, really cool and nice that someone listened to all the way to 1% and then cared enough to email me. Uh, mentioning that like they were they hope that everything on that front is okay uh, and that if not that'll get through it or something of that sort like it that was so nice like emails like those are the best right like imagine if you had a passion project that you were doing and someone cared enough to ask you like hey you know I meant you didn't mention this uh, that, that that's nice that was a really nice gesture and I appreciate that um, Let's see, anything else? Something that's crossed my mind is I did do a $100 donation to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Um, you know, I do, I do want to do things to support the movement through more donations. I thought of making a special edition of the Thadigan hoodie. You know, like, uh, of course, this again would be cheaper than the uh, Thadigan hoodie that was previously printed because it had the first edition and the username on it. Um, but this one would just be the Theta Gang logo on the left upper hand of the chest. Um, but the Theta Gang logo would be black. It'd be like a glossy black. But, you know, everyone recently on Instagram was doing that whole blackout, a blacked out Tuesday thing where they post a picture of just a black image. So your entire feed is just filled with black images. And I thought maybe I would want to do that. Not entirely sure how or when I'd be able to do it. I'm, I guess it's just me asking you guys and girls if you would want one i think the price of it would be like 30 dollars flat uh not entirely sure but that's like a very rough estimate and that's including free shipping um maybe it's a little bit cheaper or a little bit more expensive but it'd be somewhere around there if you're interested in it email me and i'll put you on a special list where you would be able to purchase it um i think i just want one for myself so I'll probably at minimum get one and one for my girlfriend. Um, but besides that, uh, I think I want to start on the new shirt that I wanted to put out. Um, bah, there's just so many things I want to do. Uh, but yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Huh. 
I think I got an idea. Maybe I'll update you guys and girls next week. Um, and I don't actually like to cut the end of these episodes. I feel like it's more real. Like if if I were to actually put this in an episode, I would have cut my uh, voice up into like eight different parts, and you'd hear that weird it ooh, ah <laughs> between everything I say. Um, that's it. That's it. Thanks for always listening this far for the people that are in one percent. Uh, sorry, I have not been giving things uh, too exclusive to you guys and girls, but this is a little bit into the personal life of Junie. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you guys and girls next week.